Today, we're gonna to talk about all of the latest updates to Amazon, Walmart, and Helium 10 that can help you crush it online. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Tired of waiting two weeks to get your Amazon payouts? Wouldn't you rather get your payouts every day if it was possible? Or maybe you're interested in a line of credit for thousands, tens of thousands, even up to a million dollars depending on what you qualify to help fund your next Amazon orders. You can do these things and more with Alta by Helium 10. For more information, go to h10.me forward slash Alta, A-L-T-A. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed, organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon, Walmart, or e-commerce world. And today, we're going to be talking about tons of different strategies, actually strategies that are based on new features that maybe you can now use in Amazon Seller Central or Walmart Seller Center, um, or even Helium 10, we've actually released a lot of things over the last six to eight months that you might not have known about it. So uh, the person I invited to help me talk about these things is Lem here. Lem, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing just delightful. Now, Lem, where, where are, you, are you located? I'm located in Indianapolis right now. Yeah. Indianapolis. Is that where you're uh, born and raised? Nope. Born and raised in Chicago suburbs. Okay, so not not too too far, but you you kind of uh, stayed somewhat local. Now, yeah, what brought you to Indianapolis was it was it college? Yes, or it brought me to Indiana was college, and then I got a job in Indianapolis coming out of college. Yeah. Okay, so you were a, a big time volleyball player back back in the day. Did you get a was it a scholarship that you um th- did it pay for your um your whole college your your sports career there? Yeah, yeah, got nice. an athletic scholarship uh, to Ball State. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Now, what was your academic um, kind of goal? You know, obviously you you were at Ball State and playing volleyball, but you have to have a major. What were you uh, getting a major, in, or what was what were you trying to get a degree in? I got a major in sports administration with a minor in marketing. So looking to get involved with like athletic departments, uh, things of that nature. At least that was the goal mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. through college. Okay, but um, once you graduated, what was like mm-hmm. your first full time? Uh, job then or or did did you like get into that field that you were trying to get into no it was just funny (laughs) my first full-time job was working uh for as customer service for a wholesale e-commerce brand and then later transitioned into an amazon advertising role okay so how did you land that job I land that job through a, a local organization that connects uh, talent to uh, small and medium-sized businesses in the Indianapolis area. And I just got involved through that process that got me involved with that company at the time. So, so is that how you were kind of, was that your introduction to kind of like e-commerce and, and kind of opened your eyes to what was out there? You didn't know about like selling on mm-hmm. online and things like that before? Uh, no, I was selling on Amazon like very little before that, like maybe like couple hundred bucks a month but okay. it definitely accelerated and acted as a catalyst for my amazon selling journey okay so then you said a catalyst so then what what was your next step then what, what did that what did that lead to uh it just led to me understanding that converting from fbm to fba can have a huge impact and that led to a couple hundred bucks a month to a couple thousand bucks a month just by moving it to fba and understanding how to work through that whole process 
And, and was this like a arbitrage or, or drop shipping or wholesale private label? Uh, this was primarily retail arbitrage at the time. Yeah. So, so how would you go like, would you just go to different stores and and mm-hmm. have the Amazon app scanner and, and just see if see if you could you know sell it for uh you know for for more or what was your strategy? Yeah, the strategy was kind of working at stores. Yeah, we're like Walmart's, Targets, things of that nature, like big box stores, going through the clearance aisles and flipping stuff uh, like that, and then also going into thrift stores to see if there's any things that was like in barely or barely gently used or looked brand new uh, that I could sell on Amazon. And that's what really like got me into that whole process of flipping stuff on Amazon. Now, what was your next step in e-commerce? Um, you, you scaled up your own business to, mm-hmm. you know, one to $2,000 a, a month. And then what, where'd you go from there? From there, that's really when, at the time of when COVID hit was when I had a ton more time of diving into Helium 10. We use Helium 10 at the former company. And that's when I got really trained on that and just had extra time. And then at that same time was when I was transitioning into my Amazon advertising role. So I learned how to do keyword research, product research, how to validate those things. And then that, the combination of learning how to advertise and Helium 10 allowed me to go from a couple thousand to a couple, uh, to like 20, 30, 40,000 to inevitably six figures uh, hitting that in a month. Six figures in a month on your own on your own um, business, or this is also um, other other people's you, you were helping out as a consultant. No, that was completely uh, just retail arbitrage on my own. Not like new though; I couldn't do like new on six figures, but just flipping stuff online. How in the world did you scale up by yourself to that kind of those kind of numbers? Uh, bundling was the biggest thing. I was doing like two packs, four packs, eight packs, and. Doing that and working with local big box stores of understanding that at the peak of COVID, they had limited inventory uh, space, limited shelves, but Amazon is unlimited. So then making deals with them and buying things at a lower cost and even lower than the clearance price, but guaranteeing them that I'll clear like a certain number of shelves a month. So that way that gives them uh, room for other inventory to get processed. So it was kind of a win-win situation. And that's how I was able to achieve six figures with such good volume. And, and then, so you'd have to buy these things and then like yourself poly bag them or, or, oh, or yeah. box them into bundles and then send it to FBA. Yeah. I, that was, my back got very strong during that time of poly bagging and labeling them. Uh, yeah. And my girlfriend now fiance at the time, uh, was helping me and that was a, a big step. <laughs> I don't do those anymore, but that was a okay. lot, but that's G- like give me a specific example. You know, you know, like in, in, um, in the, you know, private label world, nobody mm-hmm. ever likes to say their product because, you know, they, they swear somebody <laughs> might, might yeah. steal them. But, you know, in, in arbitrage, it's like you do stuff once and you're never going to go back to it again. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming that you'd be okay with sharing one of your examples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's totally fine. There's a product that I don't sell anymore, but it was like definitely accounted for like half of that six, six figures was uh, ball jars. It was I would buy a 12 pack and you, they are bought at like $11.99, but then you could sell a two pack for $11.99. And because for, for some reason, ball jars weren't as as available in other in the East or in West Coast and ball jar, they're based in Indiana. So like the first step of the supply chain process and dropping off inventory is here in, in Indianapolis area. So I was able to get the most inventory. And then it was just breaking down a 12 pack of ball jars I bought for $11.99, then putting them, making them, polybagging them into two packs, which so I would have six two packs 
and then selling each of those two packs for eleven ninety nine, and then selling them on Amazon. So how, how did you even find that in the first place? I mean, was this just random scanning or you just had an idea or you found it online or what? I found it through Blackbox, actually, doing the niche uh, tab. I mm-hmm. typed in like ball jar because I was originally selling other types of ball jars, but it just as 12 packs. I didn't realize I could like poly bag them and break them down and have much more profit doing that. And that's how I found it because I realized it was one of the top selling products for that ball jar category. So that was really cool using hmm. black box to discover that uh, opportunity. Okay, cool. Now today we're going to be talking um, a lot about the new, st- uh, you know, speaking of black box and things like that, you know, new, new things that helium 10 has come out with new features on, on Amazon, um, you know, a couple new things on Walmart. So let's hop into that because um, th- there's a lot of, you know, a lot of our listeners um, are, are helium 10 users, our sellers on Amazon or Walmart, but what happens is we we get into our own like kind of like routine, and uh, you be you be surprised. I'm I'm not talking to you, Lynn. I'm talking to everybody else out there. Mm-hmm. But you guys would be surprised uh, about you know when I when I go to conferences and even like elite workshops where where we have like the top top users and and top you know sellers on Amazon, and and they're like, oh yeah, you know, have you used this in Amazon? They're like, what? I didn't know that existed. And I was like, hey, have you used this uh, new feature uh, in Helium 10? They're like, what? I use Helium 10. My team uses Helium 10 every day. I didn't even know you guys had that. So um, I know a lot of you guys who are listening on this podcast or watching on, on YouTube probably are in the same boat. So, so get your paper and pen out, unless you're driving it, and write down some of these things that we're going to talk about today so that you can go back and share it with your teams or, or maybe dive a little bit um, into it. Now, um, just in general, um, I, I mentioned, you know, um, Lem was talking about, you know, buying these things in, in Walmart. So I wanted to talk about, you know, selling on Walmart. So selling on Walmart, guys, um, I I worked for a company, you know, five, six years ago, got into it. It was like a pain in the neck. Like the seller, uh, I think it's called Seller Center in Walmart was so wonky and it took like months and months to uh, even apply um, for it. And then you had to have a, a, a verified person who can work on your API, who could even do it. It was just a nightmare. Like I wouldn't have recommended, you know, selling at Walmart, but they, in the last year or two or two have made it so much, um, easier to apply for a Walmart account. So we're going to have a lot more detail on how you can do that. We're going to be adding new modules to freedom ticket and things like that. But just in general, guys, if you haven't signed up yet for an account on Walmart, that is kind of a new feature. They have made it a lot easier in the last year. All right, so guys, if you have not yet signed up to be a seller on uh, Walmart and you are interested to doing so, we have kind of a link that can help you um, do that. Um, I think it actually kind of expedites the process. It, it's for anybody out there, but it's it was mainly designed for Helium 10 users. So go to helium10.com forward slash apply dash Walmart. So helium10.com forward slash apply dash Walmart. It'll take you right to Walmart uh, application. Uh, another update, you know, that Walmart has the, the actual seller center has done is, is they've made it easier to be a part of WFS. So, so what is WFS? WFS is kind of like the uh, Walmart equivalent of Amazon FBA, right? Back in the day, it was like kind of invite only and very, very few sellers were part of that program, but they've expanded it uh, a lot and it's a lot easier. Even project X where we had maybe I don't know, we had maybe only 10 sales in, in two months because we were just playing around with it. 
we were able to to join uh, WFS and send some uh, Project X egg trays into Walmart's warehouses. Uh, so, guys, if you have if you are already selling on Walmart and you have not applied for WFS, make sure to apply for WFS. It, it just is a lot better because you can get the the one and two day shipping badge uh, on Walmart, and, and your listing looks a lot more uh, attractive. Now, um, speaking of Walmart again on the Helium Ten side. We have, you know, added tons of tools that um, that work for Walmart. So, so Lem, do you know the different tools? What are the different tools that you can think of that are, you know, people already have been using and knowing and loving for Amazon on Helium Ten, but now actually work for Walmart as well? I think X-Ray is mm -hmm. one of them. Am I right on that? Yep, There's absolutely. There's uh, what are the other ones? It's or uh, Magnet. Magnet. Yep. And we have Cerebro. Cerebro, absolutely. So, so guys, th those are the three main ones that we added, and, and we've got a, a few more here or there. Like uh, one of the latest ones we added was Keyword Tracker, um, which our users were really asking for because you know um, there's a lot, there's actually a lot more search results uh, on Walmart. So it's important to know how you're ranking. It's kind of easier to rank on Walmart um, right now. It's kind of like the Amazon was like five years ago, kind of like the Wild Wild West. So keyword tracking is definitely important. So if you guys uh, have a diamond uh, membership to, to Helium 10, make sure you're using those tools. You know, X-Ray is great for for doing some of the things that um, that uh, Lem was talking about, like, you know, arbitrage and, and looking for drop shipping. Well, Amazon has made it a lot more difficult now to do, you know, Walmart to Amazon drop shipping. It's not really recommended, but it can give you ideas on other product opportunities out there, something that is on Walmart and isn't on uh, Amazon or vice versa, you're going to be able to uh, see that with that, with the Chrome extension. Uh, and then of course, if you're uh, going to go ahead and list your products on Walmart, you know, you got to do the keyword research for it and, and Cerebro and Magnet can, can help with that. All right. Other things that have been added lately uh, on Amazon, something new called the product opportunity Explorer. Really cool. They're opening up a lot more data points that, that you haven't um, potentially seen before. Uh, a lot of it is is very similar to what you already have are you kind of used to in, in helium 10 but but you know it, it just presents it in a little bit different way like they've got different kinds of search volume on there the one thing i like about the product opportunity explorer is i can see um i mean if it's doing what it says it's doing is you can see how many products it takes in a certain niche to make up uh, i believe it's 80 percent of the sales right so like for example um you look into uh, the, you know, the collagen peptides, which you would think are, are hundreds and hundreds of products. And at first I was looking, I was like, what is this? Like, it says there's only like, you know, 30 products or something in collagen peptides niche. I'm like, what does this mean? And, and I dove into, um, where it says where, how they, they decide what products are in the niche. And it's actually, Hey, well, we're just showing you the top products until we get to 80% of the total sales for this, for this niche. Right. And so that's interesting. That, that shows that like some, a huge market, like collagen peptides that does have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of products in there. There's only like 20 or 30 or whatever it is that are dominating like 80% of those sales. So that's a way that you can kind of see, is there room in a market? Like maybe you want to go into a market where where, where it's kind of like wide open, where to get to 80% of sales for this niche, uh, it takes 200 different products, which means that no one product is probably really dominating that much. Or on the flip side, maybe you want to go find a niche where 80% of the sales in this niche is dominated by like three or four products. 
Um, that's another, uh, you know, thing that you can do with this product opportunity explorer as, as you dive into it. So, uh, if you have, if you don't have access to it in seller central, you can actually request access, uh, from, um, Amazon seller support. And I have a full blog on it. So just go to helium 10.com forward slash blog and look up a uh, product opportunity explorer. And you'll be able to um, see a bunch of details on, on all the cool features that it has. Now, coming back to uh, Helium Ten, you know, um, you know, Lem here as a brand evangelist, he, he he focuses on all the tools, but but there's a couple different ones that that he especially focuses on, and one of them is uh, portals. So so Lem, can you talk about what's been new in the last few months in portals that maybe some of our users have not taken advantage of yet? In portals, we definitely have some new things, including barcode labels, which is one of my favorite things. Barcode labels, it allows you to create just like a much more clean, more pristine, custom branded barcode label that you can actually attach your FNSKU, if that's what you're using, to that label and send to your manufacturer if they're going to put that on your packaging. And it just makes it look a lot more clean and professional in that way. You, and we even have templates available for you to utilize with barcode label generator. Yeah, this this is good, guys, because um, there was two reasons. This was actually one of these things that very few tools at, at Helium 10. Uh, I was the original ideator. Sometimes I, I come up with a good idea. Sometimes I just kind of like help flesh it out. But this is one of those ones where where it came from an actual need that I was having. So I, I do wholesale. Um, and then I also obviously do private label like, you know, with Project X and Project 5K. And what was happening was um, – on both of those things, I was needing something to create barcode labels. So, you know, if you, uh, like for example, Lem, when, when you were um, doing all of these uh, bundling and, and and arbitrage and things, mm-hmm. what were you doing for the FN SKU? Like, like, did you print it off or did you have, did you pay Amazon to put a sticker on it for you? I had to print it off and then label it myself. So did you have like a thermal thermal printer? Did you yeah. get that, that had the label? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. and then you just downloaded the ones that Amazon gives you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so so a lot of, and a lot of you guys who are doing arbitrage and wholesale, um, or even your own products, you know, maybe that's what you're doing. You're just downloading that that one from Amazon. But the problem with that one is it doesn't look very professional. It doesn't look very good. It's like this, and it's like completely truncated the title. Like like you're locked into what Amazon puts in that label. And and if you keep stock at your own warehouse, sometimes you can't look at it and know what it is because it truncates so much of the title. You don't even know what the product is unless you memorize your FN SKU number, which, you know, nobody does that. And so it's kind of a hassle. And so um, that was kind of a hassle uh, for me. So like what I was doing is like, I never used those Amazon ones after a while. I started just like, I, I, I opened up this like little Word document and I made like a little template for myself. And then I I went to a barcode generator. I put the FN SKU so I can get the barcode out of it. And then I wrote in my own title and things for each product so that I could like accurately label them. And I could just look at the product and know which one it is. And then plus to me, it looked a little bit more professional, even though it was still a little tiny, ugly white white label, right? So that was what I did. Now, that was kind of a hassle. Every single time I had to print new labels and I had to, open up this template and I was like, man, it's gotta be a better way. Uh, on the other side, um, when I was doing private label, I didn't wanna just have some white random label on my product. I, I wanted to have something that looked kind of good, maybe start, you know, help with some branding, you know, that was how we started with Manny's Mysterious Oddities. We, we had kind of an ugly looking label. Um, but I was like, ah, we need to take a step up. So what I did internally was, you know, I, I had the, 
our design team at Helium 10, um, I was like, hey, can, can you guys make a nice label? Here's the barcode. You know, we always have to have the FN SKU on there. Here's the barcode, but I want to say made in China down here so I don't have to have a separate sticker for that. I want to put the title of the, the product right here and I want to have a nice Manny's Mysterious Oddities logo. And so they they, they fully came up uh, with all of that. Um, but, but you know, I, I was like, I couldn't do that on my own. You know, I'm not a graphic designer. I don't know how to use Photoshop that well. Um, so I was like, man, there's got to be people out there who want to do something like this, but but maybe they have to like pay a professional, you know, to do it. And I was like, there's gotta be a better way. So I, I got together with Alex. I'm like, hey, Alex, let, let's develop something. Um, when I say let's, that means you, Alex, you know, because I don't know how to develop anything, but I was like, hey, can we make something that can make this process easier for for arbitrage sellers, for for private label sellers? And that's what the, the tool that that Lem just uh, mentioned, where you can just put in any FN SKU. I think you can, can you do, do you know if you can do UPC now as well? Or is that not yet? I believe you could do UPC, yeah. Yeah, so you just drop it in and it generates the barcode there. You don't have to download anything from Amazon. You don't have to download that PDF. And then we actually, for those of you who are like myself and not graphically, um, you know, or who are graphically challenged, you just you know can use a template. You can just upload your own logo and then you can you know show how you want the uh, the uh, label. It is uh, it is absolutely uh, a great feature that literally any seller who is using Amazon FBA. Um, probably can and should be using, regardless of what um, what kind of of selling you're doing. Um, what are some of the other features in Portals? Maybe not completely new, but Portals has a number of kind of like it's not just landing page, you know, tools. That, that's that was the original mm -hmm. purpose of Portals. But what are some of the other sub features in Portals that maybe some users might not know about? I like using a QR code generator. That's always really helpful because then I don't have to go to like, like kind of like you had to do go to a random barcode website to, or get the barcode out of that i can just do it all in helium 10 and i like the fact that i can incorporate my logo in the qr code and i thought that mm -hmm. was pretty clever too yeah that's super super cool um you know helps you know with using your insert cards which is another thing that mm -hmm. that portals uh, works for is is you know you put a you know, qr code on your insert cards and you know three years ago i i don't know uh, I would say, you know, maybe maybe 25% of the population are, are very familiar with QR codes, but now I would say it's 90% because, you know, mm -hmm. for, for how long could we not go to restaurants or something and you have to be able to use a uh, QR code. So people are are very familiar with QR codes now. And, and so it's it's kind of cool to to use. Um, also, we have I don't know if it's what it's called, but, you know, we, we basically have a Helium 10 domain registry. So that means that it's kind of like GoDaddy's. Like I always say, you go into portals and you want to register a website. You know, just like you would at GoDaddy, you can do that through Helium 10 now, and that actually helps with some of your your, your portals, so you can get like your own custom domains instead of using a Helium 10 domain for 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 portals. All right, so I've got a pop quiz for you, Lem. Um, our core tools, and I want you to say all of the countries that you know, except this last one, that's the newest one. But as far as like some of our core tools, like X-Ray, you know, Cerebro, etc., um, mm -hmm. for Amazon. I'm going to give you a test here. What are the countries that uh, you, you can you can uh, or the marketplaces that you can run like you know our core tools like Cerebro, Blackbox, mm -hmm. uh, Magnet, etc. Oh, Count man. them out. Uh, we got uh, Canada. Mm -hmm. We got UK. Okay. We got Mexico. Yep. We got Germany. Yep. We got India. Mm -hmm. I believe. Um. Ooh, that's where it gets tough. You're forgetting the biggest one. Oh, U.S. Of course. Yeah, U.S. Okay, there's <laughs> six. <laughs> um, 
You hit North America, I think. Yeah, you hit North America. You got a, a couple in um, Europe, but there's some more in Europe. Do we have um, Sweden? That's a good question. Not yet. Not yet. Sweden, <laughs> not yet. That might be our next one that we have to do. But the mm-hmm. core ones in Europe, um, let me see. It goes UK, Germany, France, Spain, okay. Italy. And then there's a new one. Oh, Netherlands. Netherlands. That was the one that we were forgetting, okay. Netherlands. Gotcha. But now, um, oh, and then uh, Australia. We, we've had that for a while. So anybody wanting to sell. But what is the, this is the marketplace that's tied for like the third or fourth uh, biggest mm-hmm. in the world as far as Amazon marketplaces go. What is the newest a country that we are now, you know, providing service for in like keyword tracker, Cerebro, X-ray, mm-hmm. Magnet, Blackbox, etc. Japan. Japan. So guys, um, you know, Japan is is one of those places that it's a big marketplace, but there's it's kind of a wide open still because it's mm-hmm. not that easy to sell in Japan um, as as it is to like, oh, I'm just selling in US. I'm just going to open up my Canada account. Let me open up a, even this, you know, opening up a UK account uh, is easier. It's a little bit harder in Japan. So there's a lot less competition there, but it is a huge marketplace. So guys, we, we highly recommend um, expanding uh, to uh, Amazon, uh, Amazon Japan and um, seeing, you know, as long as you can, you know, have somebody local. Uh, we had a podcast before. Uh, where we talked about some of those requirements on what you need to do. And one of them is having somebody local who can be kind of like your representative there. But if you've got all that in place, absolutely start using Helium 10 uh, to do some some research in Japan on your own niche. Like I'm assuming maybe you guys are selling on Amazon USA. Well, take a look. Uh, use our tools to, to see if there's demand for those kind of keywords um, in in Japan. You know, um, so so make sure to, to check that out. Um, now talk uh, about one of my favorite ones. And and again, th- th- this is one of those one of those few that that I came up with because it was part of the Maldives honeymoon. But talk about uh, Lem. Uh, what is title density? It's kind of a word we made up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what is that so everybody knows? And then in what tools can you take advantage of that new um, data point? So title density is it calculates essentially the number of products on the first page that have the specific keyword that you're looking at in their title in full phrase form. And exactly. the tools that we can take advantage of it in, I believe, are we now have Black Box, which is really cool to see that in there, and Magnet, I believe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Cerebro. Yep. Now, why um, why, why would I care? I'm an Amazon seller. Why would I care about this, uh, th- this data point? Yeah, it's super crucial, especially for a product launch, because if there is a keyword that has maybe like, Let's say collagen peptides has tons of search volume, but every collagen peptide product has that, has the word phrase collagen peptides in the title. So it may be really difficult to rank for, but maybe NS certified collagen peptides only has one product that has it in the title on page one. It's going to be so much easier to rank for that product and to just drive PPC to convert for that product in order to get on page one of Amazon, which is ultimately the name of the game Mm -hmm. when selling on Amazon. Yep, yep, and and this is this has become even more important uh, of a strategy as part of that Maldives honeymoon strategy. You know, since now we're not allowed to um, do things like you know rebates and and mm-hmm. the giveaways in the old in the old way that we all used to do giveaways. You know, you, these other strategies that can help you rank, you know, within Amazon terms of service uh, are becoming that much more important. Um, one thing that was a, a hot topic 
when I first came to, to, to helium 10, this was like, you know, over three years ago, almost, oh my, oh my goodness, almost four years ago now where there was all these, uh, what we call the Amazon search shuffle where all of a sudden, you know, Amazon would be seemingly doing some kind of experiments where, where you could be ranked, you know, page one position five in one place and then page one position 50 in another place. And, and Manny Coates, the founder of Helium 10, came up with the the acronym ASS for that Amazon Search Shuffle. Um, last year, though, or, or it's been about a year or so, uh, in early you know 2021, some new thing got trending, and, and we didn't make up this name. This is kind of like Amazon sellers in the Facebook groups came up with something they were calling it the Amazon Search Glitch. That, and, that, and this is a little bit different than the Search Shuffle, but tons of sellers were affected by this, where just all of a sudden. Um, they were de-indexed for just most, if not all of their keywords. Now, usually that happens like if you all of a sudden get, um, um, you know, get marked as an adult product or your category might get switched or something like one-off kind of things that just happen randomly just to you, you and your listing, or you get suppressed or, or things like that. Right. But then what was happening was all of a sudden you'd go into the Facebook groups and you'd, and you'd, you'd see like 10 different threads on people like, oh my goodness, I am not ranked for any of my keywords. And. Helium 10 index checker says I'm not uh, indexed for it. You know, what is going on? And and we found that it was just some kind of like kind of glitch that happened. And it happens every now and then, not to everybody at the same time, but but a, a, a big percentage. So what we did is we just took a, a, a look at all the data from last year. Uh, when I say we, I mean Helium 10 and our data science team. And they were able to, to kind of come up with an algorithm that could show what is normal behavior. Because like I said, no matter what, you know, a lot of products will, will get you know, on a daily basis, we'll get marked as adult or, 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 or get suppressed or something. So that's, there's like this normal behavior of when, when a bunch of keywords or products get de-indexed, but then we could see spikes where we're like, Hey, this is not normal. And then what we did is we, we, we took a look at it and said, wow, look at this week or look at this day where there was like a huge spike in the number of, of keywords that were just getting de-indexed randomly for seemingly no reason. And then it, we looked back at the Facebook groups and we looked back at our own products where we got de-indexed or hit by this Amazon search glitch before. And sure enough, it lined up. So we're like, wow, this works. So what we did is, is our, our team here developed the Amazon uh, anomaly tracker. And so stage one of this is we're detecting Amazon search glitch or ASG uh, for short. Later on, we're going to try and you know, detect if the ASS is, is happening more, the Amazon search shuffle. But, but this first one will help you sellers out there because if you get de-indexed or all of a sudden your sales go to zero or you're looking at keyword tracker and, and they drop off the, the charts, you want to know, hey, is this is this happening to me? And, and if it is, if it's only you, then it might be something you can fix. Like if you got that adult uh, classification or, or something else happened to your listing um, where you got suppressed, you know, that's something that you got to take up with Seller Central. But if it's happening to a bunch of people, that probably means it's just an a glitch on Amazon side. There's nothing you can really do about it, but it's actually just good to know, um, you know, instead of freaking out and not knowing why something is happening to you. So what we did is we have this page now where, where you can sign up and then get notified if we detect any glitches, or if you ever notice any abnormal behavior with your keyword tracking or your indexing, this should be the first stop that you guys go to, to see if it's just you or if everybody is is um, having it, um, is having the same thing. So for guys, I want you to bookmark this and just and also spread the word. This is free. You don't have to be a Helium 10 user at all to, to use this. Uh, this is kind of like the Helium 10 Gems page, which is open to the world. Just bookmark helium10.com forward slash ASA for Amazon Search Anomaly. 
helium10.com forward slash ASA and make that your first go-to webpage if you ever see some, some abnormal behavior on indexing or keyword tracking. That'll let you know if it's something that's isolated, like maybe just you, or if it's just, if it's happening to a lot of people. So make sure to, to check that out, guys. Um, let's talk about, uh, follow-up, uh, Lem. That's another one of the tools that, that is your, one of your major focuses. What are some new updates to follow-up that you can report to us? So one of our latest updates to follow-up is incorporating product reviews and ratings into the dashboard. And so that way we can get an idea of our review rate velocity, or I'm sorry, our review conversion rate and how that's been impacting across specific products or all products, uh, depending on how we determine it on our dashboard. But I think that's a super helpful tool. So how would you, how would you use that? Um, like, let's say you're a private label seller, uh, Lem, or, or put yourself in the shoes of somebody else out there. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I've got 10 products, you know, I'm running a follow-up or review request. How should I be using this new feature? I would use that new feature to sort of A-B test what type of custom messaging works best for your product. What Maybe it's custom messaging that kind of speaks a little bit more towards your story and your brand, or maybe it's custom messaging that more so speaks to what you can help the consumer with, you know, and so A-B testing with that, A-B testing with maybe even subject lines, that way you can get an idea. While we can't detect open rate, review rate can kind of give you a, more of a subtle indication of how many times customers are opening and receiving and interacting with their emails. And even if, and even maybe even doing your own A-B testing with the request or review uh, template that Amazon mm-hmm. has drafted versus your own custom message template. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. So guys, make sure again, that that's something that all Helium 10 users uh, have access to make sure you're, you're taking advantage of that speaking about AB split testing, you know, we've had this for a while now, but I still know a lot of you guys aren't using it It is Helium 10 audience. You know, this is, this Mm -hmm. is powered by PicFu. Um, and that's the, the, just the, in my opinion, the best way of, of split testing that you can do because it doesn't do it on a live listing. So you're not losing sales. So you can do it even before you have a listing. You don't even have to have a live listing to do it. So when you're making your new listing, guys, uh, use Helium 10 audience to, to kind of like see, hey, which main image uh, does customers in my demographic like better? You know, maybe even your brand, like, hey, which brand resonates more with you? Which price point, you know, would you buy this product at? Or, or how would you just, you know, which keyword would you use to describe this product? And then also speaking of split testing, even on Amazon, this is not completely um, new, but I know a lot of you guys haven't used it yet. And that is the manage experiments uh, function in Amazon Seller Central. So in manage your experience, it's, it's or experiment, experiments, it, you can actually do split testing on your live listing. Now, me personally, I don't always like to do that because to me, by definition, I, I'm shorting myself sales, you know, 50% of the time. If I'm if if one is definitely better than the other, which is the whole premise of doing this, like I'm losing sales, I, I'd much rather have it set up before. But there are some things that are different, like you know, maybe even maybe it's the price or something else um that you know you don't want to go into to helium 10 audience to use. Use the manage your experience uh, experiments and it actually can control and it'll change out your title or it'll change out uh, an image or things like that on your listing and then you can get detailed information. But the thing that I've been using manage your uh, experiments for, it's actually very interesting to see the breakdown of your sales that come from search. You know, I think the traditional thing is that we think 90% of sales come from search, find and buy like the traditional, you know, kind of, Hey, I search something in Amazon I find this product and I buy it or I, I find it in PPC or whatever. But it's actually interesting to see that on some products, it's only about like 50% 
uh, of the sales are coming from search. That means others are coming from like, you know, frequently bought together or maybe from outside traffic or from Google or things. So the, the, the cool thing about manager experiments is that after you run any split test there, you can actually see how many of your sales came uh, from your from your search. So there's another uh, update that will be good for you. Um, uh, you know, Lem, you, one of the reasons why we hired you was we were very impressed that, you know, on your own, you went and, and paid to get certified for the Helium mm -hmm. 10 Academy. So this is not something completely new, but a lot of people, it might be new to a lot of people. Really quick, what is the, the, the Helium 10 Academy and what is that certification process like? So it's essentially the Helium 10 Academy is like a training uh, course that goes into every single one of our tools. And I like that it's like kind of quizzes you throughout the uh, through the Helium 10 Academy course because then it helps you make, make keep staying your toes, make sure you know all the product. And I like that it's always frequently updated too because it's always keeping up with our latest tools, but essentially allows you to get kind of verify your knowledge in terms of no, making sure that you truly do know forwards and backwards, inside and out, almost all of the tools that Helium 10 has to offer. And then towards the end, uh, like I said, there's many quizzes for each uh, tool, but then towards the end has this one massive test that it's intentionally difficult, intentionally hard, because mm -hmm. you have to be an expert to know these questions, which is why the certification does pr provide you with a Helium 10 certified expert certification, because that's the whole point of Helium 10 Academy, which I've always really liked and was fortunate enough to get. Yeah, yeah, and not many people have that. Uh, I think only you know, only might maybe a couple hundred people in the world uh, have actually gone through that process. Now, the Helium Ten Academy by itself is free uh, to actually go through that whole course that 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 Lem was mentioning is is free for anybody. You don't even have to be a Helium Ten member. So, academy.helium10.com definitely sign up if you haven't done so. Uh, but that certification, uh, I think it's like seventy seven dollars, just like you have to pay to get certified by Adobe, and then and then we we give you free free recertifications. On that for life, so it goes in your LinkedIn. It's really, really great, and I can't guarantee that you'll get a job because of it, like Lem uh, did here. But <laughs> it, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to have. Um, a couple other uh, uh, updates lately um, for Elite members, Helium Ten Elite, which is now closed. Uh, we only open it up every now and then. We have a, a couple of exclusive tools. Uh, one of them won't be going to to everybody else, but one of them might eventually be, go to uh, Platinum and Diamond members and. On the dashboard for elite members, what they've had access to is this kind of cool tool where it takes your actual Amazon data and then you could like compare it to different data points. Like for example, you can compare your sales um, to you know over time to a keyword tracker for a certain keyword. Like maybe you saw a spike in sales, you want to see if it correlates to a spike in keyword ranking uh, or. You, on the flip side, you see a dip in sales. Now you wanna kind of like, did I drop in, in my keyword ranking? So it's a really great thing uh, that we're expanding out. Um, it's eventually gonna be able to show tons of different metrics, but you, it's for the first time, you know, in, in, a, in an Amazon tool that I know of, you can actually compare, you know, some of your data points that are from Amazon with some of your Helium 10 data points, you know, like, like keyword tracking and things like that. So very, very helpful uh, tool that is. And then uh, we have an exclusive tool that's actually being released this month to elite uh, users where you can uh, download some keywords from brand analytics and then upload them to Helium 10 and then um, use uh, one of Kevin King's techniques to get a super, super uh, great insight into what could be a potential sale that like no tool or not even Amazon, this kind of data is not available anywhere. You can even see Hey, what, on page one 
Um, what are the country of origin of most of the sellers? You know, are they mostly based in US? Are they based in China? Are they based in Europe? A lot of cool things uh, you guys are going to be able to use with this tool, those of you who are elite. Uh, if you wanna get more information on elite, like I said, you couldn't sign up right now, even if you want to, just join the waiting list, uh, helium10.com forward slash elite, and there should be like a waiting list uh, for you to, to join the next time. Um, speaking of, you know, different countries, I just mentioned, you know, China, USA, Europe, but uh, in the Chrome extension now, um, let's say English is not my first language. What am I now able to do, Lem? You can change the language to now we have, we support German, Italian, Spanish, and now moving into Mandarin. Wow. So guys, when he says, you know, these other languages, he doesn't mean, oh, I'm going to use the the Chrome extension in Germany. That, that's you've been able to do that forever. But you can actually see the Chrome extension, all the all the columns and all the the labels and everything in the, those languages. So uh, German, Italian, Spanish, and um, now uh, Mandarin Chinese. So if you are based in in uh, a country where where that's your first language, by all means, go into the settings of your Chrome extension in Helium Ten. You, you click on the Chrome extension, and then at the very bottom, you hit the little settings button, the little gear gear knob, and then you can choose which language uh, to see it in. Um, Back to the education, we talked about Academy. What big update did we have last year, late last year for our main educational tool here at Helium 10? We had our Freedom Ticket 3.0 get released, which I just truly love. And I think it's super awesome that we have Freedom Ticket 3.0, which was a massive overhaul to pretty much every facet of the Freedom Ticket 2.0 and including even more guest speakers and more different perspectives of how to a to Z succeed on Amazon as a business, which I thought was really awesome. Yep. So guys, make sure to take advantage of that. If you're brand new, you're like, hey, I'm not ready for the full $99 Helium 10 uh, package. Um, we have the starter plan that just has the freedom ticket and then also has you know some access to some of our other core tools like the Chrome extension. And it's only, I believe, $39 a month. So just go to helium10.com, you know, sign up and, and look for that starter plan. And that gives you full access to that course. I mean, you could still buy the freedom ticket course for a thousand bucks, you know, on freedomticket.com, but why, why pay a thousand dollars when you can just pay uh, $39 a month for that uh, amazing education. Um, another tool that we just released uh, a couple of weeks ago is the Pinterest trends finder. So, you know, trends.pinterest.com, um, most people don't even know exists, but it's a, it's a place where you can see our searches on Pinterest trending up or down. And then we were able to kind of extract search volume on all of these keywords on Pinterest. And as you guys know, in Project X, we've always been talking about how, um, you know, you can sometimes get ahead of the game on Amazon by looking on websites like Pinterest and Etsy in order to see what is is trending on there. And then you can kind of like be first to the game on Amazon, like we were with the, the, the coffin shelf. We were kind of second to the game, but that first seller really wasn't doing anything. But We've discovered that, you know, from Pinterest and Etsy. So make sure uh, to, ch to check out trends.pinterest.com. But now we've got the Pinterest Trends Finder on your Helium 10 dashboard. So when you log into Helium 10, scroll down to where it says research a keyword. And then right under there, there's kind of like this slot machine where you kind of spin the spin the wheel or whatever it's called. And then you'll, you'll see, uh, you'll be able to get random keywords from our database on all of the things that are most trending on Pinterest over the last one, two, or three weeks. And so, um, you know, sometimes it takes like, you know, a good eight to 10 spins to get something uh, interesting. But the point of this is not just to take that exact thing 
and then, hey, I'm gonna sell this, all right? The example I use in the video, I found something that I had no idea what the heck it was. Um, dark Academia, it was called. I, I don't even know what the heck, I still don't know what that really means. But what happened was it got me to go check out what it was on Pinterest, and then I checked it out on Amazon, you know, using the Pinterest, uh, the demand analyzer. You, you, By the way, guys, you can run demand analyzer on any Pinterest uh, search and, and Pinterest trend search page and actually get Amazon search volume from there. And then all of a sudden I saw these other keywords and other products and it got me going down this rabbit trail here of, and I, I forgot what I ended up on. It was some kind of weird calendar or something, but that's the, it's a great way to start product research. I mean, we have so many ways to, 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 to look for product research. Um, guys, uh, we actually just did a, a one and a half hour workshop on it. You can, you could view that at uh, productresearchnow.com If you haven't done that productresearchnow.com see the replay. Um, but if you don't ever get think you should never get bored. In other words, with product research, there's so many different ways. Here's just another way where you can start to get the creative juices flowing on different product research ideas is by using this uh, Pinterest trends finder on the Helium 10 dashboard. All right, now a big new tool update. Now, and, and this is ev this is eventually actually gonna be, I'm not sure if we're doing away with it, but it would be pretty momentous if we did because the first tool I think that Helium 10 made, or it was one of the first, it was either the first tool back in 2016 or the first, one of the first three tools was Scribbles. But now we're kind of phasing out Scribbles. And why is that, Lem? What's the new tool that, that, that we have? Listing Builder, which is like- Listing Builder, new, well, and what does it do that's different than, than Scribbles? It can allow you to not only like bring in your keywords like you would be able to with Scribbles, but you can actually upload it onto Amazon instead of having to copy and paste it right from your listing and be able to update it from there, which is, I think is a huge move. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Scribbles is a great tool. It allowed you to create your listing and see which key, make sure you're using all your keywords and and all of the functionality of Scribbles, Listing Builder has. So it's just kind of an upgrade, though, because what would have, what would you have to, you'd rate, you would make your listing lem in, in Scribbles, but then what would you have to do after that? You'd have to copy and paste each like title, bullet point, product description, backend search terms, and then one by one paste it into your Amazon account. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of a pain in the neck mm -hmm. um, uh, to do. So we uh, have it now where it's just one click and then you can do that. And, and then the one cool thing though is what's one of those uh, important fields in the back end of a listing that all that that we all took advantage of for years, but now not many products, you can even have that, that field anymore. Do you know what that is? Subject matter. Subject so matter. so yes, guys, yes. subject matter is like the third one of the probably the third most important field uh, based on some data that came out of Amazon years ago. But if you go to edit your listing in Seller Central, you don't you can't even see subject matter um, anymore. So, but with Helium 10's listing builder, we have the subject matter there, and then you could actually force print your subject matter to your listing, even though there's no visible way to even do that. I mean, I've tested this where I was not indexed for a word, so I know because it, it wasn't in my listing, and then there's no subject matter in my listing in, in, in Seller Central, but then I make it in Listing Builder, I upload it, boom, all of a sudden I'm now indexed for that keyword. So that's a like really super valuable uh, reason uh, to use Listing Builder as well. All right, for, for the last thing, Lem, you know, thinking back to you and how you would go and mm -hmm. use, uh, you know, the Amazon, you know, mobile Seller Central app, you know, mm -hmm. when you were doing your arbitrage, what do you have now that you could use that that some, in some ways is even better than the Seller Central app? 
now I, I've even used this recently where I was able to do a little bit of keyword research from the app. Like I was able to type in a keyword, look it up, and then it shows me data from Cerebro and Magnet of just a little bit of the data points of like uh, the revenue for the product, average price point, products that are selling really well for that keyword, all within the mobile app, which I couldn't do before. And it's difficult to do on a large scale in the Seller Central app. Yeah. So guys, uh, again, th this is not something you have to pay extra for. If you've got a, a, a Helium 10 account, you also have access to our to our mobile app. So make sure to uh, take advantage of it, and then you could you could um, you know scan barcodes with it as you're shopping in the stores, uh, and then you could see the the sales history. You could see what are the keywords that are driving the sales. You could just be uh, you know sitting on the, on the bus and and you see something on the road and you're like, what, what is this, you know, uh, product? I never seen this before. Let, let me type it in. Is it this keyword? Oh no, no, it's this keyword. I mean, you can do all the things that you can do in, in Helium 10 now for, for keyword research or a lot of the things right there now in your Helium 10 mobile app. So make sure to take it advantage of that too. Um, on the advertising side, guys, uh, Amazon advertising have come up with so many cool new things, like so many new data points that they're showing you now in Amazon. Uh, advertising and, and different types of campaigns that they didn't have before, different kinds of bidding strategies. Make sure you guys keep up to date with all these changes in, in Amazon advertising as well as uh, Amazon's really been stepping up its game in, in allowing sellers to have a lot of flexibility with the way they look at um, different data points. So guys, this is, uh, you know, it's it's 2022, you know, new year, new you. Um, this doesn't mean that the old strategies on Amazon and Helium 10 that you've been using for years are out of date. Nope, they're very much, um, you know, good to do, but, but make sure that with this new year, you are going back and checking all of these new features that maybe you were not using in Amazon or in Helium 10. And, you know, the whole point of this game is, is to, to crush it on Amazon and, and hopefully these, these serious strategies have helped you. Now, uh, let's close it out like we do uh, with our 32nd tip, our TST. Um, you know, something about, you know, maybe arbitrage or something about portals or follow-up, anything that you want to give us that can be like a, our 30-second tip for our, our uh, users out there. Really quick tip for retail arbitrage is knowing the difference is when you're doing retail arbitrage, looking at a product and you're considering selling it, is you may be initially intimidated by the 30 or 40 sellers on the listing, but the heavy majority of sellers on a listing only have between like, maybe like one to two items in stock. And that's definitely something is looking at the inventory levels and keeping up with that to see, okay, maybe there's 30 sellers, but 20 of the 30 sellers only have less than five units in stock and I'm planning on bringing in 50. That's a big tip that not to be intimidated just by the number of sellers, but to also double check with the inventory as well as the method of how they're selling it, whether it's FBM, FBA, because then you can really whittle down your competition and realize that truly on this listing, you only have three competitors that you'd have to worry about that have decent inventory and are selling FBA. So that's a quick 30 second tip of how to capitalize on retail arbitrage listings. I like it. I like it. All right, guys. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this and and let me know um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you know, let us know in the description. What was new to you? Well, you're a Helium 10 user and you didn't even know uh, we had something that we mentioned today. Um, or, you know, go to my Instagram, uh, leave, leave a comment, uh, H10 Bradley on which one, which thing that you liked, or put it in the Helium 10 Facebook group. Let us know which or which thing did we mention today that's new. Um, don't forget the last thing. Let me just leave you. Uh, we've been talking about this the last couple of weeks. We have new Serious Sellers podcast now 
in Deutsch and in Espanol. So make sure to to check out Serious Sellers Podcast on any app that you're you're in, and then you can see Serious Sellers Podcast auf Deutsch in for the German um, with Marcus, or Helium Ten en Espanol is listed um, in you know Spotify and um, in Stitcher and other websites. Also for our Spanish episode hosted by Adriana. So anyways, Lem, thank you so much for joining me and helping me out on this uh, episode. And and I have a full Helium 10 basketball court here at my house. Um, I'm going to have to, uh, I have right next to it a, a big grass mm-hmm. lot. I'm going to have to get a volleyball net and then you'll have to teach uh, me and my family some, some volleyball moves <laughs> when you come out here next to California. Yeah, absolutely. Will do. All right. Thanks a lot.